Hello and welcome to a toast whore. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we're going to talk about a horror movie today. Shocking, I know. Yeah, I hope you expected it. <laughs> and read the synopsis. Did What do you what do you mean read the oh. the listeners? They can see what they're listening to. I was like, wait a minute, are you going to cheat for your summary and just reread this summary? No, I I have to struggle through it. It's part of my life. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And it brings me joy every time. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, So today we're going to do our usual. We watched a quote unquote old horror movie. Um, we're going to talk about, and we're going to break it down into some different categories. We're going to talk about the villain, who the hero is, foolish decisions they made, what was scary, those kinds of things. How much therapy do you need? You know, that's important to address. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's going to be a short answer for this this movie. (laughs) If you have not watched the movie Creep, which is what we're talking about today, it is on Netflix, and we will spoil everything about this movie. So if you hate that, stop, watch, come back. We'll be here. Yep. We're here for all of posterity. Oh, we'll live on after we die through media. Every time we're about to podcast, I'm like, so when I'm dead, my daughter can still hear me. Oh, that's nice. Or morbid. I'm not sure which one. Uh, I don't know, but um, at least you're not recording tubby time. Oh, my God. Oh, that scene was just not good. So I can't wait to hear what you thought about this. Like halfway through it, I was like, Marie's just going to be so pissed at me for making her watch this. It was quite the experience because there's like a setting change like two thirds through the movie and from that point on I really didn't look at the TV at all Ooh, man! and Bernard was beside me he's like this isn't scary this isn't scary this is just dumb it's not scary it's dumb and I'm like you can just keep telling me what's happening So I don't know how to feel about this movie, which is kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. I've seen it on a bunch of BuzzFeed lists Mm -hmm. as like being an underrated horror movie. Um, And I don't know how to feel. I definitely does stand out in my mind, though. I think I watched it for the first time maybe like a year or two ago. And I'm still thinking about it clearly since I chose it. So... Uh, well, maybe when we're done, we can touch back and see if you have your final judgment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, I was going either like I was like, Marie's either going to find this kind of really scary and really creepy or she's going to think it's the stupidest thing she's ever seen in her life. And I couldn't decide which way you're going to go. Yeah. Um. So let's let's talk about the facts of this movie, so we can start drinking this drink. Which yes. you did a great job finding. <gasps> Thank you, inspiration. Yeah, it was good. Um, this movie came out in 2014, so old movies are anything. 
<laughs> before 2015. So 2014 and back, back, back. That's an That's old movie. Right. If you're nine, you're old. <laughs> yes. According to me. <laughs> yes. Um, so Creep, 2014. Get, we got to get like a bunch of TLC references in here. <laughs> <laughs> it stars Mark Duplass. And Patrick Bryce. Um, Patrick Bryce was the director and the writer. And Mark Duplass also helped write. So Mm. very small and pretty sure, like super low budge, like little intimate film. It seemed like it. And even like one of the major facts was like this movie is based on conversations that they had. And they didn't really have a script. They had a five-page outline. That's insane. So mainly improvised. No way. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. That makes this even more impressive. I feel like I'm going to like this by the end of this. Um, There is a sequel, by the way, which I think is pretty good as well. I think I like the sequel better because... Oh, you watched it. I did because it was on another BuzzFeed list. Um, okay. So also this movie, hour and 17 minutes. Seven, so short. Seven minutes. Did it feel short to you or did it feel long? I think it felt short. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, tell me about this drink. So the drink is a peach fuzz, which we will get to shortly. It's a really cool connection. It is an ounce and a half of vodka, an ounce of peach schnapps, a half ounce simple syrup, a half ounce lime juice, and then two ounces of club soda at the top. Give it some fizz. I like some fizz. Some peach fizz. So, I mean, it doesn't look like anything much. Yeah. Especially, I feel like the picture they took of it, it made it look orange. But no, it's just like cloudy water. (laughs) Cheers. Mm. Sorry, I just started drinking. (laughs) It's good. Light. I don't like it. Hmm. Why? I don't like the peach. Now, I didn't have peach schnapps. I have this thing called La Peche. <laughs> oh, no. That stuff's terrible. Oh, well, yeah. So this is bad. <laughs> oh, La Peche is no good. I had regular peach tree schnapps. Like, it's fine. Uh, okay. Well, I've made I, a mistake. I would like you to, like, bring that next time we meet or something so like and i'll bring the peach stops okay so you can see and we still you still need to do a redo of my bloody valentine cocktail because that right yeah because that was still really good too these guys don't oh do they know about that at this point they do okay okay i i'm having a hard time keeping those dates together i have it laid out in my uh planner so let me summarize this bitch Okay. Creep is a movie where uh, somebody hires a videographer off of a Craigslist ad and wants him to follow him around and record it for a day. And uh, things end up pretty creepy. That's it. 
That's it? That's it. Okay. I mean, I guess you hit the main points. Things, Two people. Things get creepy. Things do get creepy. There's an obsession. There's mental health issues. <laughs> I feel like that's something we can say in almost all of the movies we do. There's mental issues, except for us. Yeah. Yeah, good call. And child's play. Um, I don't think we could. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Well, Charles Lee Ray has mental issues. That's true. And the kid's dad died like six months before. Yeah. He could probably use some therapy. Okay. All right. So really just us. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, lots of psychiatry needed in this. Uh, hallmark of any good horror movie. <laughs> Being crazy. Yes. Oh, we got that going. I, um, I have so many things to ask you this podcast. Okay. Uh, before we get to any questions, um, let's talk about what kind of horror this is. I feel like it's pretty obvious. Slasher? Psychological? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so obvious. Uh, How did you get Slasher? The end. You don't even see any blood. Yeah, but he literally kills him with an axe. Way Quite... to give it away. Well, I mean, we did a spoiler alert. I'm just fucking around. But, yeah, I don't, I don't and, give you slasher, no. And it's, like, brutal. It's, like, a... It's, like, a... It, it is brutal, but it is one strike, split melon, no blood. That's not a slasher. Like, slasher, we need spurts. We need a trail of bodies. We need something. And, yes, there are bodies, but we don't see any other ones. Okay. So, no. All right, so it's psychological. Like, starting, I I think it is just from, like, the moment when Joseph didn't open the door to, like, everything else that he did, it was all messing with Aaron's mind. Yeah, and... And then he literally messed with his mind <laughs> with an axe. <laughs> yeah. This I did you like this movie? Did I ask you? Um I did not like this movie because it was too creepy for me. Okay. I think so, yeah. It's a very unsettling kind of scary. Yes. Now Having said that, like I told you, Bernard was talking about like, this is stupid. This is stupid. And I could see his point because Aaron is a dumbass. Yes. So some people don't like these found footages kind of found footage kind of movies, but they get me like this is the kind of movie that makes me scared. Like Blair Witch Project. Some people thought that was dumb as shit, but I think it's very scary. Mm hmm. It's easier to, for me, it's easier to put myself in their shoes. Like, you know, the camera's jostling. Yeah. You're seeing what the person's seeing. I just, it's easier to immerse yourself in the experience. 
I I agree, which is why I do think overall this is a very scary movie for for us. But I guess I wonder, well, no, I was going to say, I wonder if it has like a correlation with like if you're a reader or not a reader. But Bernard's, Bernard's a reader, so it's mm-hmm. like you're putting like that extra like visual to things that you're reading and you're looking at their POVs. But yeah, no, I, I don't, that's ruined. I think he is. Uh, and like, I, I it's kind of contradictory to what I just said, because I just said like Aaron makes a lot of dumb decisions. But I think you're caught up in the moment. You're not thinking clearly. Sometimes some of those decisions can get excused away. Not in this movie, not all of them. But um, I think Bernard's just like very logical. Like, that's not what needed to happen. Like, you know what I mean? I think this is a very real world scenario, though. Like, this is something that could happen and probably has happened. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe old school Bernard wouldn't ever do anything like this, but people answer Craigslist ads all the time. And it does not always work out for them. No, but, um, yeah, you got to be careful in answering those ads, people. Yeah. Okay. I want to, I'm like ready to get into these dumb ass decisions. So let's start off with who the villain is. I mean, given that there's only two characters in this movie, you got a 50, 50. Yeah. I think it's Joseph. <laughs> huh? You, you mean the guy who split the melon open? <laughs> With an axe? Yeah. So weird. How'd you come to that conclusion? I know. Context clues. Yeah, he has some issues. I... Okay. I have, like, a really big question, but I think it's too soon for it. So he does have a lot of issues. I don't think you know what at what point do you know the extent of his issues mm. the extent probably whenever his sister calls and Aaron takes it I think that's when you really know so for me, it was when he couldn't find his keys. I was thinking about that. But at that point, there's still that plausible deniability of like, well, you just misplaced them. And then you get that call from the sister like minutes later and you're like, fuck. Uh-huh. And then you come out of there and he's not where you left him. Now, I don't know much about <laughs> things like mixing alcohol and like a bottle of Benadryl. But that was like a false statement. What do you mean? Like he didn't mix a bottle of Benadryl. I think he was just saying that so the cops wouldn't be able to have anything you on didn't, You didn't see Aaron putting stuff in his drink? No, I didn't. Did it happen? I... So oh shit. We, we were watching it and remember when he pours like that big scotch and the Aaron pours the big and yeah. the little? Like I was looking and I asked Bernard, I was like, did he just put something in there? 
And Bruno was like, no, no. But And I just let it go. But then Joseph said that. And I was like, oh, I was right. He did put stuff in his drink. That's so funny because in my head I was like, oh, he's saying that so he can't go to the police with this because it'll make him look like the guilty party. No, I think that he actually put stuff in there. It's very interesting. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had the balls to do that. No, I don't think I would have either. And at that at that point, I don't know if I would have thought it was necessary. I mean, we there were a lot of steps that occurred before this that we wouldn't have done. Quite true. Quite true. <laughs> um, so yeah, Joseph's the villain. He's fucking psycho. Like, there's no other way to describe him. Does he say at one point how many people he's actually killed? No, but IMDb provided me with a count. Do you want it now or do you want it later? I would like it now. So, based on the videos oh, that you right. can, or the DVDs that you can see at the end, mm-hmm. it turns out to be at least 57 from that screenshot before Aaron a lot of people it is a shit ton of people and some of them have like multiple dvds which makes you think that some you know because they say like serial killers have less and less time between victims as they go on so did he string some of these guys along for years before he killed them and now he's just like bam 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 yeah Because at least two of them had more than one DVD. So there is a creep two, which I (sighs) it's it's out of my it's out of my legislation. I can't pick it because I think it's like 2016 or 2017. 2017. It's new. It's new. It's brand spanking new. It's you would think that it would feel like old hat. Because it's like kind of the same thing. If somebody answers a Craigslist ad, that kind of a deal. Is it the same bad guy? Yeah. Okay. Totally new spin with no way the process of things, like based on the person that's filming him. Just like totally different kind of person that kept it interesting. So it's no longer a guy dying of cancer. And he wants to film what he's like for his unborn child? No, I think he comes up with a different story. But the person who's filming him is very unflappable. Mm. And it's like, I've seen a bunch of weird shit. You can't shock me. Kind of a thing. So he has to up his game. Yeah, and he doesn't know what to do. That's hilarious. It's very interesting. But since we know it's a trilogy, we also know how it ends. No, it's not a trilogy. They're talking about Creep 3. It's in production. Oh. I don't don't know if that's different or not, but IMDb said trilogy. Okay. Interesting. I got to watch the third one. When it comes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might be interesting to do like... All three movies, maybe. Because it's, um, 
I don't know. I don't know if this is cult classic territory. I think it's too soon, but it does have like a cult following and it's it's Bloomhouse. Or is it Blum, mm-hmm. is it Bloomhouse or Blumhouse? I say Bloomhouse, right. but it probably should be Blum. I say Bloomhouse too. And Bloomhouse, I I like them. They got some good shit. I think it, it would be classified as indie. Yeah. Okay. Just got low budget. Since you say Bloomhouse, I'll do Blumhouse and we can cover our bases. <laughs> tomato, tomato. That's right. So, and we don't know anything about Joseph as a killer, except Mm-mm. he just acts that dude. So his MO could be different every time. But we do know, we do know the base of his the basis of his story is the same in that he has them video record. And and he probably does it for himself to keep a trophy. I would think so. And I want to say they're all guys. Oh. So the sequel's a girl. Okay. So there goes my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So just the video recording. Yeah. So he has that evidence. Good to know. And that makes sense in a way because, like, our first thought watching, you see that axe in the stump, like, right off the bat. And it's brand fucking new. Like, it has a sticker on the handle. I didn't notice that. So that's a good. I Burner noticed that. Okay. I just noticed the shiny. I saw the axe and I was like, I've seen enough horror movies to know that this is foreshadowing. <laughs> We'll be seeing that guy again. Uh, and I would also like to bring up your photos of the drink are awesome. You used a hatchet because you're like, I was so pissed we didn't have a full-size axe, which like, who has a full-size axe? Email us if you have a full-size axe. I don't have a hatchet or an axe. I have a stupid little tree saw. Bruno was like, I have two chainsaws. And I'm like, that's that's not Not applicable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but good to know. Two is better than one. That's, I guess, though. Why do we even need one? He does chainsaw a lot. Wait, what? <laughs> Burner chainsaws all the time. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. He's big on chainsaw. <laughs> That's just the most absurd thing that I've heard today. And I've heard a lot of absurd things. You can't see it? I guess I can. Oh, yeah. I could see him being more of like an axe man and like cutting down trees Sh- shirtless. is That's weird. I meant that in a non-sexual way because your husband often is shirtless. He is, but he's very safety conscious around chainsaws. Oh. So if you ever need something chainsawed, you know who to go to. <laughs> it's Bernard. Thank you. I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> Absolutely. You never know when you might need something chainsawed. I feel like you're pretty safe uh, at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Except when I'm hanging up a picture. Why would you need a chainsaw for hanging up? I meant specifically for chainsaw purposes. Like you oh. probably don't have a large need. Oh. Oh. I thought you meant like I'm safe. I I would be safe enough to handle a chainsaw. <laughs> like I'm very safety conscious. And I was like, eh. So what are you doing when you're hanging pictures? I'm just putting a hole in the wall 
standing on my tiptoes, not really I, doing anything serious. I can't take it. I need calculations. Nope. I need one hole for one picture. Eyeball it. There's various holes. All covered with a picture. All covered with a picture. Actually, I think a lot of them were in our bathroom and we got it redone. So a lot of those holes got patched up. (laughs) Our fireplace, though. Yikes. But you do have a lot of pictures there. I do. And a lot of holes. And a lot of sticky, like the command strips, too. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think those, those are my favorite. They've been failing me lately. See, at our old house, I had to use them because right underneath the plaster was the brick. And you can't really pound holes into a brick. So, like, just there'd just be big divots of plaster. So, I like bought stock and command strips for the, mm-hmm. that house. Mm-hmm. Your fallout shelter house. Mm hmm. Now we're in this thing as a fucking death trap. <laughs> Squirrels banding about in the attic. Ghosts. You never. Yeah. You don't know what's like. Going. How many windows do we have that creepers could be just standing outside looking at me through? Many. Yeah. Don't think I wasn't thinking about that last night. Yeah. I got a few of those, but I still walk around nude. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, they're not really looking in, or oh, it's dark, and I don't have the lights on in here. They can't see me. I think there's there's validity to the second one, but let me tell you, I'm always looking in people's windows. Oh, me too, absolutely. Ever since James saw that one girl's rack through a window, um, in a city, I'm always looking. Always looking because I'm like, how dare you see it? And I didn't get to see it. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I just really like to see the inside of people's houses. What can I say? I need to know. What kind of aesthetic do they have? Uh, It's 100% better than mine. I need ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of aesthetics, though, I really like the aesthetics of this house that they were in. The cabin? Yeah, I liked it. It was cute. It was a very nice cabin. Weird layout. The fireplace seemed very large for the space. Now, like, I get it. You're a cabin. It's like, turns out to be a vacation rental. You want a big fireplace, but it just didn't match. And, hey, you pull up to that Airbnb or whatever it is, and you see, like, 200 stairs that you're lugging everything up. Ugh. That's rough. That is rough. I don't think I'd like that. So, are we good with Joseph? Yeah, he's a villain. He's a bad guy. It's just there's not a lot to say about him because we don't know anything about him. We don't even know if his name is Joseph because at the end he calls himself Bill. Yeah. So, what's his real name? Nobody fucking knows. Do you think, well, unless his sister Angela really was, because she said Joseph. And that's the question, isn't it? Is that it really his sister? Or was that part of the game? Right. Because he was gone when he got out of the bathroom from that phone call. Mm -hmm. So is Angela just playing a part? Like, is she like, hey, 
quick 50 bucks, can you just call and, like, say this shit? Mm-hmm. Or is that really his sister? Right, because at first he says Angela's his wife. Right. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, that was my thing. Does Angela really know what's happening, or is she just, I don't know, a rando? I thought that it was really his sister. Okay. But I have no basis for that. Yeah, you're just taking it at face value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then the hero is Aaron. But he's a shitty hero. I mean, guys, he's awful. He is dumb as a fucking stump. He's compassionate, though. There are no brains in that head. He's like pickles. (laughs) Loving, friendly as all get out, but just doesn't understand a thing. God love him. Almost like willfully ignorant. Wants to believe the best in people to the point where he gets himself killed. (laughs) With an axe to the head. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's really no character development for him. Um, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, there isn't. He just continues to do the same things over and over and over again. Um... To the point where I don't even know if I really root for him. No, I don't think I do either. I don't want him to die. Like, I don't think he deserves to die. But when, um, when he dies, I'm like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mostly want to see the fucked up shit that Joseph's going to pull with, like, this cat and mouse game. I wanted to know what was in those garbage bags in Me that one video. Too. I did too so bad. I'm like, well, it could just be like leaves or yeah. dirt or trash or it could like, be no body way parts. Is that a body. It's not heavy enough. It was too malleable. Yeah, the 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 shapes didn't look right. Mhm. Yeah, so the hero's Aaron, but really he's no hero. <laughs> he's just a guy. All right. Are we ready to get into some foolish decisions? Yeah. I I mean, I think that's the majority of my notes for this movie. It's just dumb, 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 dumb. What's your first foolish decision? Answering the Craigslist ad. Yep. I, I made mine more specific. I was like, you didn't video chat. You're not meeting in a public place. Like, and you're, and you're doing this. Yeah. Just bad. That's a good call. Like not, um, doing a little mm-hmm. field work. Right. I would have liked to have known a little more about that process. Like how legit did it seem? Did Joseph ask for his references? You know, like, how how in-depth was the game Joseph was playing? I'm going to say not very in-depth. But, like, I don't know. I wonder if, um, like, Joseph would have watched him for a while mm. to decide if he, like, wanted to accept fully. That's interesting. Because he already knows where he lives. Right. And it's like a cash payment thing. It's not like 
he needs to know for payment or anything. Okay. I assumed all of that took place after Aaron left the cabin. I didn't give Joseph enough credit to like have researched his victim, known he had money problems. Like, wow, good point. But that is a driving factor, though, these money problems. I mean, $1,000 is $1,000. Yeah. So, Cash. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next one, <laughs> it's not for a while. It's while they're hiking. And Joseph, like, runs off the trail and Aaron goes to look for him. I'm like, you never leave the trail when you're hiking in the woods. You never leave that damn trail. Ever. If you don't see the blazes, you made a mistake. You just stay on the trail. Yeah. I mean, it, nothing came of it, but it was still dumb. Mine was before that. What do you got? My next one was immediately after answering the Craigslist ad. It was um, Aaron lingers whenever the door doesn't answer like isn't answered he like knocks on the door rings the bell calls waits in his car like if i don't get that answer quickly i'm leaving i don't know if i would really i would yeah i'd probably give 20 to 30 minutes leeway i don't know i feel like you start to feel uneasy it's so isolated it is, but at the same time, like, people are late all the time. You can't account for stuff. Now, granted, you expect some kind of notice, a call. You expect to be able to leave a voicemail, but, oh, I would have stuck around some. Okay. Uh, so, after everything goes down, it's nighttime, what happened between the diner and it being full dark, I don't know, nor do I care. They did stuff, I guess. But Aaron's like, oh, I think I'm just going to go. And Joseph is like, no, come up for a whiskey. And Aaron's like, no, I'm going to go. And Joseph's like, let's have a whiskey. Come on. It'll be good. And Aaron's like, okay. Dumb. Yep. 100% dumb. I even take it a step further and say it was really dumb to stay after the bathtub. It was really dumb to stay after all of the attempts of like Joseph went through to give him jump scares. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, if you're Aaron, you got to be smart enough to realize like this guy is really doing everything he can to upset me. Don't ignore your gut feelings. Mm hmm. Especially in this type of situation. You don't know this guy. You're in unfamiliar surroundings. You have no way really to protect yourself. So you can't ignore your gut feelings. I agree. Unless you're me. I have terrible gut feelings. Just awful. Really? Basically, whenever my gut says to do something, I do the opposite and it's fine. <laughs> Maybe that's not your gut that's talking. Maybe it's your anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so should I listen or no? I say no. I say keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, that's funny. I I did say I would have left immediately after the last scare at the house. If I went up those stairs to have the drink, the last scare at the house, I would have been like, fuck this. I have my cash. I'm done. Yeah. Not that it would have done much good. Yeah. I think at any point after they meet face to face, Aaron's a dead man. Oh, yeah. So it wouldn't have mattered if he laughed at the bathtub, whatever Joseph is coming for him. Not leaving after the diner with like the weird wife rape story. Mm. I don't think I would have been comfortable going somewhere in the same car with this guy. Yeah. And, like, this happened in the same span of conversation that he's like, I need to show you this. I took pictures of you just to see what you were like before I met you. (laughs) That was uncomfortable. This whole movie is uncomfortable. So, in my head, he was talking about the wife rapes thing. And I was like, the wife knew it was him. That was my thought. I was like, she knows who it is. Like... Why would you tell a complete stranger this story? I don't know. But I was like, oh, it was a little scenario. They were having fun. It's cool. But uh, it probably was made up. Or it was a victim. (laughs) Correct. That puts a whole other spin on it. But I'm just saying, in the moment, if you think he has a wife, it's probably fine. I don't know. Whose turn is it? Mm, I think it's yours. Confronting Joseph that he knows the truth after that call with Angela. I would have played along. Yeah, I think that's the best chance for survival. Yeah, you don't tell the person with mental problems that they know that you know they have mental problems if they haven't told you. Mm -hmm. That's a bad move, as evidenced by the fact that he ran away but i don't know where the hell he's running to because there's 200 stairs (laughs) somewhere to town i guess i don't know yeah well no well he got the peach fuzz mask that's where he ran to Mm -hmm. i forgot oh joseph not aaron yeah sorry sorry um okay Then we get to Aaron's house, and it's just, like, one right after another. It's like, you didn't call the police after getting this DVD in the mail? Mm Mm-hmm. Then you threw the DVD away. It's evidence. It's evidence! I know! What are you doing? You threw that necklace away? And he's also like, I don't know how to interpret this video. Like, as a threat, obviously. (laughs) Idiot. How many times does someone have to say murder in one sentence before you're like, hmm, this isn't good? Apparently more than seven. <laughs> I would have hit my limit at three. And yeah, because he gets that giant ass package and he opens it, which is mistake number one of that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And... He doesn't call the cops with that? Well, no, wait. He does call the cops after that. He does call the cops after that. Um, 
But I think he goes about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I think in that point, you go to the police station and present yeah. all this weird shit. Yeah. Like, he was like, no, I don't know his, his last name. I don't know his address. But I have a DVD of him. Yeah. I have all the stuff he's given me. I have recordings of him. I can tell you where the rental was. I can tell you the rental company. Yeah. They should have some type of records for the dates. Yeah. Like, there is enough evidence. And you just sit at the police station. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, the, like, this was the factual flaw of the movie is I don't think the police would have handled it like that. I think they would have sent someone out for a statement. I agree. Or they would have said, can you come in to give a statement? Yes, I 100% agree. They wouldn't have been like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. You have nothing there. No. We saw that with uh, the gift. Yeah. those The police came out. They're like, we can't do anything, but we'll take a statement. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think I wrote down call the police six times on one page. (laughs) I mean, he really goes above and beyond to do the wrong thing. Okay. You hear a noise outside. You're alone in the house. What do you do? Uh, Pretend to sleep under the covers. No, you go outside and leave the door open behind you. Duh. What the fuck's the matter with you? Oh, that's right. That was a close second. Yeah. I was like, what What are you doing? Why are you running outside? I also... Leaving the door open unlocked. I hated that his front door was... Like, it didn't have a curtain or blinds. It was just glass. You can see straight in at all times. And straight out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have one and more foolish decision. Tell me it's going to be the same as mine. Aaron goes to the lake to meet Joseph. Yeah. It's bad. You didn't, you didn't call the police at that point and be like, hey, the guy wants to meet me. Do you want to come along? <laughs> See what happens? <laughs> nah. By the way, there's a video of him asking me to meet him at the park if you want to, like, see his face. (laughs) That way, if I end up dead, you know who to look for. Nah. And there's facial recognition software around here. If that was indeed Angela, if he's been hospitalized, they're going to have his fingerprints on file. What if he's, like, um, even if it's something minor? Like, he's got to have some kind of a record. Like DUI or something. Yeah, or like um, just like an assault or like, you know, breaking an enter like something. Killing wasn't his first crime. Correct. There was something happened. It's not like one day you wake up and say, killing! You start small. Uh, there was, yes, there is an escalation. If there's anything Criminal Minds taught us, mm-hmm. not the first crime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you want to do another drink before we? Yes. All right. I don't want to, but I will. I'll see you in a moment. Okay. Before we move on to scary, I just want to add one more stupid thing. Yes. 
If you're getting stalked and things are being sent to your house, don't stay at your house. Yes. Okay. I meant to bring that up as well. Stay with, yeah. a, stay with a friend. Stay Just drive. in a hotel. Sleep in the police station lobby if you must. <laughs> yeah. But don't stay at your house. Yeah. Especially alone. Mm. Not good. No. It doesn't turn out well. Aaron's just a real big dummy. With a big heart. <laughs> Small Does brain. A lot of good. Small brain. <laughs> That's why he needed that huge fucking axe to kill him. The brain was like way <laughs> in there. <laughs> okay. Oh. Scary. I mean, there were a shit ton of jump scares in this movie. But it's it's weird because they're not typical horror movie jump scares. They're just some guy being a fucking asshole. But they worked every time. They worked every damn time. Every time. And including I, the last one. The last one I really wasn't expecting. Yeah, you think the movie's over, but mm-mm. It's one more. One more. Yeah. Is two like that as well? Yeah, but it doesn't work on her. But it he it, like tries like he's, he tries to do like the like ha, ah! but mm-hmm. she's always like I told you man nothing shocks me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> he's like I'll get you, <laughs> and I think that's like I don't want to say like in the craziest part of this movie, but that's something about Joseph is like you could see him just being a guy struggling to come to grips with his terminal cancer. Like, he has these heartfelt moments. He seems like a genuine guy. And that's why he's such a good psychopath. Yeah. I don't... Um, did you yeah. Did you think he... Like, right off the bat, did you think his story was true? Joseph. Like, do you think, like, oh, this guy's dying and he wants to record this video? I did. At one point, did that change for you? I wrote it down. Um, It was during the hike. And Joseph was talking to Aaron about how something about like how Aaron would make peace before he dies or something. And I was like, oh. He at that point, I was like, "This is like a cult movie, and Aaron's the sacrifice." Okay, so I I thought Aaron was, I thought the story was fake in the middle of that hike. Okay, what about you? I can't remember what I thought at first, honestly, because it was a long time ago. Gotcha. It's not fresh. Um, it was long enough ago that. That some of these jump scares got me. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's just, it, this movie is so creepy. It is. Like, from at first, like, sorry, I cut you off. From, like, at first moment, like, he starts taking off his clothes, and you're like, okay. And he's like, come in, we're going to get more intimate. He says... We're going to go a lot deeper places than this. I said, dude, your dick's almost out. How much deeper can you go? Like, 
Uh, yeah, the bath scene was weird. From the, like, fake playing with a child, which I guess, like, you're trying to figure out how to relate to this kid or show him what you do, okay. But then he's like, I could just end it now. And he went underwater. You're like, nope. And maybe that's the first moment we are like, I'm out of here. Yes, I wrote that down, too. And also, he says to Aaron at one point, was there a part of you that thought I'd kill you with it? Because he brings up that axe. He's like, I have an axe at the house. And Aaron's mm. like, yeah, I know. I saw it. And if somebody says that to you, you're like, leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is not a normal thing to ask a person. <laughs> it's it's not. No. But I mean, let's, it's, my, it's my fourth note. Well, someone's going to die with that axe. Yep. Guess what? It happened. Someone dies with that axe. Mm-hmm. The biggest jump scare of the movie. Okay. What, what was yours? It was seeing Joseph standing at the door. Oh. That was not a jump scare for me because I wasn't looking. <laughs> Fernand was like, look at the back door. Joseph's there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not looking, but good to know. Uh, my biggest jump scare was Peach Fuzz. Peach Fuzz? Like him standing at the door? Or like just no. seeing it at first in the... Okay. Seeing it the first time, I was like, ah! It's it got so, both me and Bernard. It's so fucking weird. It is the weirdest and most unsettling wolf mask I've ever seen. Like, this is way scarier than the wolf mask in um, Us. And the facts, I, like, I didn't write it down because I um, don't care, but the facts give the exact type of mask it is. So if you, like, want to buy it, there you go. Just look at IMDb facts. But it is scary as hell. And then for him to start doing, like, this kid's song and dance while he's wearing the mask, further unsettling. But then you see him standing by that door. Oh, oh. That, that was so scary. And he starts growling. And that's the one time, that scene was the one time I was like, yeah, Aaron, go. Because Aaron just fucking rushes at him. Yeah. To fight him. And he, and he could take him. Mm-hmm. Aaron's a big guy, at least it seems like. And, and, like, Joseph runs away. In a physical fight, I think Aaron could take him, but, like, you got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Um. Yeah, That I think that was my scary... Well, so him being at that door, that was probably my scariest part because that's like, oh, my God, that's his private space and he's invading it. But that scene where he's peach fuzz and blocking the door and he's just shaking his head or nodding and not yes. using words. Oh, it, I hated it. So creepy. And then right but, before that, sorry, I, I cut you off again. No, it's fine. Okay. Whenever he jump scares him outside after he comes out of the bathroom talking to Angela on the phone and he says, death, it's coming. Do you need a sign? Like it's fucking weird. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I hate it. That peach fuzz mask. That was the scariest to me. Because like I said, 
I didn't watch the last two thirds of the movie. I probably didn't watch, and the last two thirds of the movie is probably like twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't watch like fifteen of them. <laughs> so, because I just kept waiting for things to happen and waiting for things to happen, like that box when he got that big box, and Joseph on the video said, "Dig deeper." And he started to put his hand in the box like you're a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely not. Bernard was like, I would, I would take it outside and dump it upside down. Like, I wouldn't have even brought it in my house. No, I would have called the police to come over and take a look at it. And then they would have seen the DVD that says, watch me. Yeah. Watched it and been like, mm, this is serious. This ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't right. So, but Yeah. Did you get scared whenever he took that phone call and Angela's like, you need to get out immediately? Or were you expecting it? I was expecting something like that. I covered my eyes when he came out and Joseph wasn't on the fireplace because I thought something bad was going to happen then. I'll tell you what did surprise me. And I wanted to ask this. So they pan to like Aaron attacks Peach Fuzz and escapes. But we don't know that he escapes because they pan to Joseph shoveling. Mm -hmm. Do you think Aaron's dead? Because I did. At that point when he's shoveling? Mm -hmm. No, because Aaron watches that DVD of him shoveling. Right. That's the first DVD he gets. Yeah, I know, but you don't know it's Aaron watching it until they pull back. And they're like, and he says, I got this video. Oh, do you mean, are we watching this entire movie after Aaron died? No. Oh. Because <laughs> we pan to that from like Aaron attacking peach fuzz and then the next thing they show before they show aaron again it's shoveling and you think like oh is that aaron in those bags is he shoveling them oh no i'm sorry i completely misunderstood what you had asked no that's okay no i didn't think that was Aaron because the bags didn't seem heavy enough and they didn't seem like they were filled with body parts what would a garbage bag a contractor bag look like filled with body parts I don't know. I just know it wouldn't look like that. <laughs> so I was more focused on the terrible shoveling Mark Duplass is doing. That's so terrible. Like, you're never going to dig a hole like that. <laughs> yes, I wrote the same thing. I said, he is terrible at shoveling. Like, at first, I'm like, all right, he sticks it in the ground. He's using his foot. He's digging it deep. But then th- that dirt just goes everywhere. It goes back in the hole. <laughs> it does. What are you doing? Mark Duplass, if that's how you say your name, please email us. Do you really know how to dig a hole? <laughs> and can you send us video footage, but not as Joseph? <laughs> I don't want the video That would be footage. too much. Yeah. <laughs> the shock value of that last jump scare was good. I know we touched upon it, but I just wanted to point that out. That was probably my second... Because I was actually watching the movie at that point. That was my second largest jump scare. Were you surprised 
at the ending? Like, were you surprised that it wasn't a confrontation that Joseph snuck up and did that? I thought he was just going to stand like that with the axe above his head until Aaron turned around and then he'd be like, and scare him again. So you weren't expecting a death. I was not expecting a death. Okay. But, but there was one. (laughs) I liked the chainsaw red herring. Uh, Yeah. So I was a little thrown off at Aaron's death because it is midday in a park. There's a guy with a wolf mask on holding an ax. Like, how are people not seeing this? It's a beautiful day. It's obviously some kind of tourist attraction. I did not understand how he could get away with it without someone seeing. You got me. I have no idea. Right. So I thought that was the other unbelievable part to the movie. It's not... Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone ha- is able to contact the police in short, success- like short amount of time. I just thought that he wouldn't have been able to do that, like that. Yeah. So. Would whenever you said it was like the second most unbelievable thing was the first answering the Craigslist ad, or was the first like how many times Aaron should have walked away? Oh, unbelievable! Just how the police handled the situation. Oh, okay. I mean, in real life, yeah. actually unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We good with scary? Uh, yeah, I I think this movie definitely had some scare to it, and like I said, found footage isn't everybody's jam, but it gets me a lot. Hmm. Um. How much therapy will Aaron need? None, because he's dead. Whoop, whoop. But Can't how much therapy if you're dead? But how much therapy does Joseph need? <laughs> I mean, Joseph's in a high security, like straight jacket, padded yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, and I still think he might get out. <laughs> I'm being honest. But I think he's the kind of psychopath that if he was in an institution, he'd probably find a way to manipulate everybody into thinking he's normal. Yeah. I I think that he has done that. That's how he's been. That's why he hasn't been caught for so long. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can't see Angela being an actual sister. Do you remember if she makes an appearance in the second one? I don't think she does. All right. If there's a third one, she it should be her. If she's real, like Joseph versus Angela. <laughs> Let's go. What's next? Would we survive this? Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass. If you take that idea, you need to contact me. Well, it's already in production, so they could ch- it could change. Be like, damn, that girl had a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to listen to this. 100%. All right. What did you say? Oh, would we survive this? Yes. Absolutely. Um, One, I would never have answered that Craigslist ad. Yep. Me too. Two, if I did, the first time he went in for that first hug, I'd be out. Don't fucking hug me. 
Yeah, agreed. You would have left when he didn't answer the door. I would have left when he wouldn't have answered the door. I would have been like, yep. see ya. It may be too late. If you show up, it may be too late. Because he is already stalking you. Yeah. But I would have pieced out of my house. Like, it, it just wouldn't have happened. We would have gone to the police station. We would have stayed with another person. We wouldn't. Yeah. I, I think that we would have survived. I think Joseph goes after easy prey. Someone he thinks is a loner, someone who thinks like the money troubles. He's looking for an easy kill, someone he can toy with. So you think he really does vet the people? I do. I think he researches. I mean, because how many people do you think would have answered that Craigslist ad $1,000 for eight hours of recording? That's a shit ton of money for that. Yeah. You probably would have had a lot of people answering it. You're right. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that's really, that's really it, right? Yeah. I can't root for Aaron. He's fucking dumb. Yeah. I think the, in Creep 2, the heroine is much more likable. Gotcha. And I feel bad saying that Aaron wasn't likable, but I think I feel bad saying that because Joseph like made a point to show how likable he was. And then I'm like questioning myself. I'm like, you're taking a psychopath's word for like this guy. That he just. Yeah. That necklace is so fucking creepy. That necklace was creepy. I see that thing. First of all, and I didn't know lockets could play music, but Again, I'd have been out. House, I liked you, but we can no longer be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, if he ran, do you think that Joseph would have gone after him? Yes. If he was around other people? Wait, what? Do you think he would have gone after him if Aaron went around other people? Went around other people? Like at the end? Yeah, like say he did go stay at a friend's house with like three other people. Say he was with his parents or something. I bet you he would have found a way to manipulate him into being alone. Okay. So you think he needs it once his victims Mm -hmm. alone? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. But I think he would have kept pursuing Aaron because he said like you were my favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. That's I get that feeling about Joseph too. Like maybe he would have left Aaron for a little bit, killed some other people, blah blah blah. But I feel like he would always go back mm-hmm. because it would be unfinished business to him. Mm-hmm. And maybe no- nobody else would like compare. Mm. The one that got away. We all think about him and how we want to kill him. <laughs> nope. Nope. I did not say that. The second drink was better, but maybe I just got used to it. Yeah, I think La, la Peche is not a good move. I don't know. I, mean, I didn't buy it. It was a gift. You work with what you got. Exactly. I'm not buying a bottle of peach snops when I have La Peche or Peche or whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I gave some thought to this next movie. Wait, we got to rate this. Oh, shit. Um, horror movie. 3.5 out of 5. I'm giving glasses. I'm giving it a 4. <clears throat> I really okay. liked it because I th- I'm telling you and it's very individualized. Found footage movies, they get me. Found footage movies are very scary. I had a hard time with how dumb the main character was. Mm-hmm. Could even give it like accounting for the situation, adrenaline, flight or fight, all that kind of stuff. I still think that you do better than what Aaron did. And the two unbelievabilities were just too unbelievable. Oh, wait. We did so we did we say Aaron doesn't deserve to die? Or do we think he does because he's a fucking idiot? I don't think he deserves to die, but I'm fine with him dying. Okay. Same? Yeah. Yeah. So that takes this movie down a point and a half. It's broad daylight by a tourist attraction. You can't just axe someone's head. But I like it because it makes it scarier that it is in broad daylight at a tourist attraction and he got away with it. It was a good buildup. He's standing there. He puts the mask on. He stands there again. He gets it, it's a good buildup. I will say that. <clears throat> this is a very tense movie. Mm-hmm. You keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, and like it, it does like six times. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm gonna go with something I don't think you've seen before. Black phone. I have not seen it, and do you know why? No, because I hate Ethan Hawke. <laughs> I think he's such a dickhole. But <laughs> I love you say that. You guys have such a close personal relationship. I just <laughs> I I just think he's the worst. Um, is it because of Maggie's plan? N- uh, no, it actually went before Maggie's <clears throat> plan. How do you che- how do you cheat on Uma Thurman? Oh, I didn't know that happened. Oh yeah, he's like a dick. Oh, well, I mean, you know us, we attach the fictional characters with the actual person and we have real trouble separating fact from fiction. That's true. I also don't really think I love his acting style because he was in Moon Knight with um, Mm -hmm. Oscar Isaac and I loved the story and he was the villain and I like tuned out whenever he was on the screen. You know what? And it's probably just because of how I grew up or with the time period, but I always confuse him and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh no. I love Ewan McGregor. Yes. I don't know if it's because they both, their names start with E like, I don't know what the fuck it is. They're not even the same nationality. I just can't separate them. I guess they have similar <laughs> coloring they're and hair. Like they're dirty blonde white guys y- who are the same age. <laughs> they're practically the same. Yeah, you're right though. So I've never seen the black phone. I'm excited to watch it. I'm pretty sure it's free on Amazon. So it's by Joe Hill, who's fantastic. If you don't know who Joe Hill is. He writes horror movies. He's Stephen King's son, but his style 
is so different than Stephen King, even though they both write horror movies or horror novels, excuse me. I'm too drunk to know who wrote this book. Black Phone? Yeah, because now I'm like, did Stephen King actually write it? But I don't think he did. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's Joe Hill because I have that book. I actually have two of that book. It's Joe Hill. It's Joe Hill, thank God. I got it in like the first printing of it. How did I? Okay. Um, sorry about that. But if you like scary books, <clears throat> I would recommend going with his first novel. I think it was his first novel, Heart Shaped Box. Okay. Is his style Which- different than Stephen King's or is it the same ish based off of it? I think it's different. Okay. Um, because to me, and I love Stephen King, you know, I love Stephen King, Mm -hmm. but to me, he does like a lot of foreshadowing at his end of the chapters, like, and nothing was ever good again. And you're like, well, there goes that. Uh, and Joe Hill doesn't do that. Okay. So maybe I would, maybe I should give it a try. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't remember. I know the plot of this movie, but I don't remember a lot about the story. So we'll see. It's been on my radar. I actually can't believe it's been um, three years since it's come out already. Mm -hmm. Wild. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited. I always love a new movie. Great. I like picking ones that you've never seen before. Me too. Partners. Well, make sure you check out our Instagram at Toasty Horror. Horror. H O R R O R. Um, look at the drink because I love this picture. Marie did such a fun thing with a little hatchet, um, cutting a lime in half. It was very fun and creative. Um, Bernard was like, don't eat that. Do you see how rusty that is? And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) He's always looking out for me. That's nice. Because I probably would have been like squeezing it into my drink. Like, "Eh, it's fine. Um, Check out our website, toast2romcoms.com. It looks really good. Marie's done a really good job with that. Um, And email us at toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Don't let that fool you. We are formerly a rom-com podcast, but now we are horror. If you like rom-coms, check out the movies we did. There's some good ones in there. Yep. And there are some, there are some movies out there that I don't remember what we talked about because I was too fucking drunk. Yep. So, <laughs> so check out these drinks too. <laughs> uh, this drink was good to me. Um, LaPash is not my favorite. I think it's a very, I don't want to say very niche, but I think there's like a niche group of people who like LaPash. Um, I prefer just plain peach schnapps, especially for a mixed drinks like this. Yeah. It's light. It goes well with the lime juice that's in it. So check it out. I like the idea of this drink because I like the bubbles with the club soda. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, hey, rate, review, follow, subscribe, whatever you're supposed to do these days, do it. We're anywhere. Drop us a line. Let us know um, what you think about Creep. Give us drink recommendations. Give us movie recommendations, horror movie recommendations, please. And we'll do them. We will drop the timeline. We will, if you recommend a horror movie, we will do it next. 100%. And we've already done a few drink suggestions and we'll tag you in it. So if you want to be tagged and have us make a drink that you suggested, do that. Yeah. We're here. I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. We got to go to, Allison's got to go to bed. I got to put my kid to bed. So on that note, please watch up. Drink up. And cheers. cheers.